Fresh up off the X tribute. We're going to call this one back to business. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Because I am back to business. Yeah, we back on point again. You know what I mean? We're going to start off with X. More X news, man. So, 
Now, we got some great news. Um, we found out that DMX finished his album before he passed. And as I recall, I definitely do remember him saying that his album is done. And he was talking about all the guests that he had on there. And the guest list is full. So, I'm excited about it. Um, I have bought every DMX album. I have never not purchased a DMX album. I've never bootlegged a DMX album. I burn CDs and shit. But I'm, I, I actually went to the store and copped that shit. Straight up. You know, because I'm a fan. Some straight up fan shit. But I'm excited about that. Let's move on to uh, Mac. Oh, man. If you were uh, a fan of No Limit back in the late 90s, Mac was affiliated with No Limit and signed to No Limit. And he was wrongfully accused of murder and got a 30-year sentence. And as of recently, he was granted clemency by the Louisiana governor. And they are wiping away the nine years left of his 30 year sentence. You you can't even imagine no shit like that. Like being locked up for something that you didn't even do for 30 years and still be able to attain some type of a spirit to attain some type of sanity I believe that Mac Phipps is a very 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 strong man and salute to the brother Black Rob oh my goodness man my prayers go out to Black Rob as he's in the hospital. I mean, I didn't like the fact that they showed that nigga like that, bruh. Like, straight up, man. I don't, I don't like that Black Rob was filmed. Like, while he was in the hospital. I think that shit was not cool. Allegedly, I heard from the streets that, um... That nigga had four strokes. Four and it's a damn shame that everyone that was like around when Black Rob was making, you know, whoa and all that other shit, but y'all don't come see this man, y'all don't check on his well-being, you know, Black Rob's been homeless the last few years, it's just been fucked up. So my prayers go to uh, Black Rob. Anyway, let's move on to other things. Oh, yeah, man. I forgot to talk about Cam on Drink Champs. Um, I think I might have talked about it, but I'm not sure. But, again, 
you got to check that out. I mean, all these Cameron stories are amazing. I feel like Cameron's a very underrated rapper because what Cameron did was he was lyrical and he dumbed it down, which is which is a trait that Jay Z has. I think that Jay-Z has this trait to dumb it down and to, like, still make great records. Yeah, Cam's underrated. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about the Portland Trailblazers struggling. They did get a win last night. No, 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 they lost. They lost last night. I'm sorry. I was referring to the Pistons game. They did beat them. But um, Damian Lillard is obviously aware that Portland is struggling. And it seems like they struggle against above 500 teams. Because if you look at their schedule and stuff, you know what I'm saying... If we look at, let's see, where are we right now? Okay, we're in April. They lost to Miami last night, 107-98. They beat the Pistons. They lost to the Jazz. They lost to the Clippers. They lost. They beat the Thunder. They lost to the Bucks. Beat the Pistons again. They beat the Raptors. Beat the Magic. They beat the. They beat the Heat. They they lost to the Nets. So it seems like the Blazers have been up and down. But I think the team is regaining their chemistry with Nurkic. I'm pretty sure they're going to get Collins back. I think it depends on who Portland gets is top. That speaks to how far they go. And the Brooklyn Nets lose to an AD, LeBron, and Kyle Kuzma-less Los Angeles Lakers. Due to Nash's bad experiment by starting LaMarcus Aldridge instead of DeAndre Jordan. I still think Steve Nash, Nash as a rookie coach still has a lot to learn about the game of basketball. You know damn well you do not put LaMarcus Aldridge, lethargic Aldridge, to go against Andre Drummond. Now, I have criticized Drummond a lot. But that was barbecue chicken for Andre Drummond. That was a bad call. Just because you see Drummond struggling with other guys doesn't mean that you put a 35, 36-year-old man to check Drummond who's still like 26, 27 years old and still has a lot left in the tank. And uh, Kyrie Irving got ejected from the game. For barking at Dennis Schroeder. I guess um, he got mad at Schroeder because he called him a nigga. <laughs> or some shit like that. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't really get into that kind of talk. My language is my language. If you get offended by it, well, that's too bad. That's how I feel about that. Okay. And they beat the dog shit out of the Nets. And Kevin Durant did play. And it's really no excuse. 
it's really no excuses, man. You had two of the big three in Brooklyn. You had Blake. You had Aldridge. It's no fucking excuses, man. You got to get the W. Okay? That's what you're going to do. Hey, it's a calling from God. (laughs) I'm going to let that run before I skip it because I ain't know I got the instrumental with the hook. (laughs) Anyway, let's go. So, my thoughts on them losing this game was, whoa. And I think this is going to be a wake-up call to the Brooklyn Nets. For real, for real. It's going to make them realize that you can't take any team for granted no matter what. And Nash, if they're playing against elite centers or decent centers, you got to start DeAndre Jordan. You got to play DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan didn't play one minute. Like, it seems like Jordan fell down in the rotation. This is a guy that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant wanted to play with. So, I don't know who's making the decisions on Brooklyn, but whoever made the decision to not play DeAndre Jordan is a retard. Playoff Rondo. Man, he has shown up and got the Clippers working like clockwork. And the Clippers, I think they're on the five. I think they're either on a five-game win streak, a six-game win streak, or a seven-game win streak. I don't remember off the top of my head right now, but they're streaking ever since they acquired Rajon Rondo. Um, and Pat Beverly uh, got injured and broke his hand, and is expected to miss a month. I mean, he'll be ready for the playoffs, I believe, but. The Clippers are considering signing Yogi Ferrell to a uh, to a contract, which could be which could affect Boogie. They could cut Boogie to sign Yogi Ferrell. That's what the streets are saying. The NBA streets. I feel like this. I think they should keep Boogie and not sign Yogi Ferrell. They don't need Yogi Ferrell. I mean, you got Reggie Jackson, you got Luke Kennard, you got Rajon Rondo, who is definitely capable of starting okay let's see Victor Oladipo is expected to miss time after he has suffered a knee injury after a dunk and I can tell by that injury that that didn't look good But they said he was out indefinitely. They don't know if they're going to get Oladipo back by the playoffs. I hope they do. I hope the Miami Heat do because he adds an element to the Heat. You know, this is a guy that can get his own shot. That's something that they really don't have on Miami besides Butler. At a buyout, I think he's improving on getting his own shot. But, you know, Jimmy Butler needs a a co-star. On the wing, helping them out. But I still think Miami is going to go on a possible run if they make the playoffs, which I think they will.
All right, let's see, let's see what what else we have here. Okay, I guess we're gonna move over to music before we get back to NBA. Um, Mo three uh, released his posthumous album, Shot Us Forever. And let me tell you something, I am impressed because I had only seen a video of Mo three freestyling. You know, I had never heard of him, but I always used to see him with Boosie though. But I just didn't know who he was. I ain't know he was a rapper, and I ain't know that that nigga was not like that. You know what that what shot us forever reminds me of? It reminds me of Twista's first album, Adrenaline Rush. That's what that reminds me of. It's like a trap, a trap version of Adrenaline Rush. Mo three kind of got that old Twista flow a little bit. It's not as fast, but it's still a choppy flow, kind of like Tech Nine's flow a little bit. But Mo Three got that um that street that street and and uh and trap shit mixed in with that. And then he got that little R and B side to him. He got that um that church voice. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to uh to Mo Three man. Rest in peace to Mo Three man. I I I uh I completely enjoyed the entire project. Okay, Kid Ink released his new his first album in six years. Called Alive and. I think it's a decent album. It's not necessarily the greatest thing since sliced bread, but that's not necessarily bad for a person that hasn't released an album in six years. And it's an independent release. I like some of the songs on there. I mean, a lot of the the records are radio ready, but since he's indie, it's going to be a little bit tougher for him to get out there and release singles. Um, Conway the Machine from Griselda is releasing a new another album called La Maquina, which means or La Maquina, I should say, which means the machine in Spanish. And I haven't heard anything, any songs from that project yet, but um, I believe it's set to drop on the 16th. Quavo, man, 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 god damn it, Quavo dropped some subliminal shots at Sweetie on Amigo Song Leak, and he's talking about repoing the Bentley, these hoes be really sneaky, I'm gonna have to take that Bentley, you know, something like that, I think that's what he said. Man, it's going to be a hot summer. It's going to be Quavo fans versus Sweetie fans. Motherfuckers are starting to take their sides, apparently. Alright, now we're going to get to the meat and potatoes of this shit. Is Stephen Curry overrated? Now, a lot of people have said that he's overrated, including the likes of Michael Jordan, people I follow on YouTube. I feel like this. Steph Curry, I feel like, I don't feel like he's overrated. 
I feel like they underrate him or, or, or sleep on Curry because, you know, he is seen as a one-trick pony, which is just a shooter. And I feel like he offers a little bit more than that. He can pass. He can finish well at the rim for a guy that doesn't dunk. And he can get hot in a hurry. But I feel like I look at Steph like I look at Kyrie. Like, you can't put average to mediocre talent around Curry and expect Curry to carry them to the playoffs. He needs another guy. Just like Kyrie needs another guy. Like, just one other dude. Like, you can tell that Klay Thompson makes a big-ass impact. Because when Steph and Klay are out on that court together, it's a masterpiece. I think if Klay was playing this season... I think that the Warriors were definitely going to make the playoffs this year. No doubt. But I feel like Steph cannot carry a team like alone with weak ass Wiggins, Oubre start as a starter and Draymond Green as his offense has um declined. Over the years, his offense has definitely declined. And, you know, another question is, is Russell Westbrook overrated? No, not really. I think a lot of people talk down on Russ because, you know, he was unable to, because he's unable to win a title. Like, a lot of people put a lot of stigmas on, on titleist players, but there's guys that won titles that's still, like, in the top 20, top 25 range, like Elgin Baylor, like Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, you know, Allen Iverson. I, I consider him possibly top 30, top 30 to 25, somewhere in there. But um, I don't know about Russ being overrated. That's kind of tough. I feel like... Russ is another guy that needs another talented player to succeed. But at the same time, he's had that on the Wizards and they're struggling to get to the play in game, which I don't understand what the hell is going on in Washington. Still, I'm confused. I understand that losing Thomas Bryant was a big blow to that team because he was young. He could step out and hit a jumper. He can, um, play inside the middle and he was an okay shot blocker but you have Russ you have Bill you have Denny Avija you have Rui Hashimura like that should be enough in the east to make playoffs so that's why I have to say that Russell Westbrook should be doing a little bit more I understand Russ and how he plays the passion the drive, the will to win. Russell Westbrook wants to win a championship, but he hasn't been, you know, Russ has to go to a super team. That's the uh, that's the era we go in, and I don't think Russell Westbrook's willing to put his pride to the side to do that. Last but not least, Chris Paul. A lot of emphasis lately has been put on Chris Paul. They're saying that, you know, he can make team, you know, he can make any team better. Which is true. I have to give Chris Paul his props for making 
you know, teams that didn't contend the year before contenders. But I'm not going to go as far as to say that he just makes instantly made the Phoenix Suns better. Now, he did make the Suns better, but I'm talking about from a standpoint like Phoenix wasn't that far away. Phoenix was not in the lottery. Phoenix was uh, a .5 games away from a playoff berth. Like Phoenix had went into the bubble and won eight games in a row. Like they were going to be better. And Chris Paul was just simply the icing on the cake. A lot of people, Charles Barkley included, wants Chris Paul to at least be inserted into the MVP race. I mean, I don't know. I think maybe he could be fifth in the MVP race, but he can't really win the MVP. He's not necessarily, he's not averaging 19 and 10. You know, I think he's averaging like 17 and 7 or something like that. His numbers are not there for MVP. Although, by the definition of most valuable player, Chris Paul is most valuable to the Phoenix Suns. He's not most valuable to the league. And that's the difference of the MVP award and what most valuable means. Chris Paul is most valuable to Phoenix, not the NBA. And also, I have to take into account that his playoff record is awful. His playoff record is terrible. His playoff record is 53 and 56. He has only gotten it done in the playoffs one time. And that was when he was a part of the Houston Rockets. It's no shade, it's just facts. Chris Paul did choke a couple of times, and then Chris Paul came up clutch a couple of times. You know, I talk a lot of shit about Chris Paul, but it's mostly jokes. It's mostly all jokes. But Chris Paul has come up big in certain games in the playoffs, and there were times where he didn't. But but here's the difference, though. Damian Lillard... His playoff record is is hideous. It's terrible. You know what I'm saying? But we don't hold Damian Lillard to the same standard as we hold a Chris Paul, who is a legend, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer. This is Chris Paul, low-key. This is his chance to prove that he is the point god that everyone says he is. This is his chance this year. This is the this is the shot this year that makes him a top 10 point guard of all time right here. If he can lead the Phoenix Suns to the conference finals or maybe wishful thinking to the finals, I'll give him his props. But you got to beat great teams in order to get my respect. Chris Paul's only in his playoff career has only beaten one great team and that is the Phoenix Suns I mean not the Phoenix Suns that's San Antonio Spurs my fault that's the that's the San Antonio Spurs he beat the defending champs that's the only great team he's ever beaten in the playoffs 
He's beaten teams that were beatable. But beat the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Beat Utah. Beat Denver. That's all I'm saying. But I'm going to get the hell up out of here. I'll holler back at y'all.